astrology and you i'm maxine and i'm alice in today's episode we're going to be talking about your saturn return this is an event that is super hyped up in astrology kind of like mercury retrograde so we wanted to explain it more fully so you can better understand what it actually is if you are 28 to 30 years old right now you're gonna want to listen to this and even if you're younger like your saturn return will come about at that age um, or if you're older and better want to understand what happened at that time of your life this episode i think will be really helpful for that and people tend to worry a lot about the saturn return it's really misunderstood or even feared so we just want to explain more about what it means for you how you can best prepare for it and actually use this time constructively yeah and i've actually started mine recently since saturn has officially entered aquarius as of december 21st 2020 so the talking about the saturn return is something i'm currently obsessed (laughs) with right now (laughs) and we'll get into what it means for alice later on in the episode too in case you're interested Yeah, I cannot wait. Um, But first, let's begin with the transits for this week. So um, this is for February 21st. Um, I guess so as of yesterday, we're recording this on February 17th, but by the time this comes out, Mercury will have stationed direct. It's going direct on February 20th. Um, So all this like maybe confusion or frustration you've felt for the past three weeks in your life will slowly be lifting and you may go back to like having more fast paced work come in or maybe like relationship confusions lifting and you're kind of like getting your life back on track. Um, I love like those. I mean, I feel like the first like initial two weeks after Mercury stations direct and is no longer retrograde, they are still like not fully like um, energized, I guess. There's not like a ton of energy there yet, but you will notice like over the coming month, like just things are more quick to pick up and get going in your life. Mm -hmm. And like the last episode, we talked about the house that Mercury retrograde is in. So looking back to that will really help you to see where you're going to get more clarity. And so if you're confused right now in that area, it will get better. (laughs) This one has been like so rough. I don't know what it is about it. I don't know. I know. And I feel the same. Like usually Mercury retrograde, I always hear other people talking about technology mishaps. And that's never luckily been the case for me. But for this one, it's been crazy. (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) Um, And then we also like the big event for the week is the full moon in Virgo happening on the 27th. So that will be this upcoming Saturday. So the whole week is kind of leading up to this um, and you'll feel that energy building with full moons. It always comes a time of culmination. So leading up to this, you might be thinking about what you want to devote your energies to, what you want to maybe like a project that you want to pour that energy into and It's also a time for reflection and release, which I always find is much more appreciated during this Pisces season because like Pisces can be so foggy and like unclear. Yeah, I feel like um, that shift like Pisces and Virgo, it's like Pisces is so emotional and then you get that full moon in Virgo like, wait, let's go back to real life. Like you have a lot you need to take care of right now. Yes, it's like so grounded and practical. So it's like going to be such a welcomed full moon. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Um, mm -hmm. And then because it is in Virgo, themes that kind of will pop up might be revelations, 
surrounding like learning to be less critical of yourself or others making better use of your time learning kind of how you like better how you can better take care of yourself and integrating those habits so um yeah so even like a better work-life balance and creating more order in your life I always feel like the week or like the few days leading up to a full moon are super busy too, where you're noticing a ton taking place in your life. So I feel like the upcoming week really just like put your head down, do the work. Um, and maybe like you'll have a busier social calendar too. Full moon is great for like connecting with people and strengthening like the relationships. Yes. I love that. Um, yeah. And then, um, I guess this full moon is forming an aspect to Uranus. It's doing a harmonious trine to Uranus. So Uranus is all about change, welcoming in like new experiences into your life. So the fact that the full moon is aspecting this means that maybe you're finally realizing how to make a change and like go in a different direction. And this is something that's coming easily. It's not going to be like out of nowhere, like kind of, it's not going to like shake you up. Um, so that's a good thing. Yeah, so lots to look forward to for this week. Um, And now we're going to get into this week's topic. So our topic is Saturn Returns, but first we want to look at, like, okay, what even is Saturn in astrology? Um, So Saturn in astrology, it represents kind of a teacher, but it gives you more hard lessons. So it kind of represents restriction, limitation. Um, It gives you challenges, so that way you kind of have to grow you have to mature um it kind of asks you to become an adult in that way and like make priorities yeah and saturn is like traditionally associated with time and like marking time and i find that like this planet single-handedly if you look back at your entire life and see like what saturn was doing at any minute any um given year in your life it'll really be clear on like what the lessons you were learning and like what crucial personal develop personal development you were going through at that stage so I feel like Saturn's really good at marking time and specific eras of your life um and then another thing I would say about Saturn is like it is very much like brings delayed gratification so like if you're having a Saturn transit to a planet or through a house you're not going to get what you want immediately. You're not going to get like immediate success. And there's going to be a lot of like lessons you have to work through, um, a lot of hard effort to put in first. And then the rewards pay off once Saturn has moved away. Yeah. And just to go along with that too, I feel like Saturn gets such a bad reputation because it's kind of like, it is the planet of restriction and everyone's like, okay, I don't want that. Like (laughs) who would Mm -hmm. want that negative aspect, right? But it actually asks us to face challenges head on like things you've been avoiding or ignoring it's like the ultimate purpose is good because it's asking you to grow and evolve and mature as like a human soul or a human so like in that sense it is going to like even if you can't see it now because you're like in the thick of it whenever Saturn aspects your chart it's asking you for like long-term payout like Alice said And I feel like certain signs can handle Saturn better. Like, for example, Saturn is the traditional ruler of Capricorn and Aquarius. So if you have like Capricorn Aquarius very strongly in your chart, maybe you're already like a kind of Saturnian person. Like you love responsibilities. You really push yourself to work hard. You can be kind of critical of yourself, though. So watch out for that. But you kind of you take on commitment readily. I feel like Saturn is a massive problem 
like for people that just like don't want to grow up, kind of want to still coast through life. Um, so when a tra- Saturn transit comes through, it's really like a shock to them. Yeah, I agree. And even if you have Saturn in the 10th house, like I have my Saturn placement there and like that's a house ruled by Saturn. So I feel like it allows me to really take on that Saturn qualities of wanting structure and wanting to like really work hard. Um, okay, so I guess this brings us to the next like part we wanted to talk about was that everyone has Saturn in a certain sign and house of their chart. So because Saturn is a slower moving planet, it's going to spend about two and a half years in each sign. So everyone in your age group is going to have Saturn in the same sign. So that's not as crucial to look at in your chart. It's more important to see like what house Saturn is falling in. And whatever house Saturn is located in your birth chart is kind of an area where you may feel held back or restricted, or there's a lot of fear and like a fear of failing or taking a risk there. I just feel like um, Saturn kind of like makes you always assume the worst and like wherever it's placed in your chart, you kind of are always fearing the worst. Um, I know with mine in the seventh house, like I'm always fearing the worst in relationships and I'm so scared of rejection. Um, So that one definitely Mm. comes out for me. Yeah. And so like having Saturn in the 10th for me, that manifests as like the 10th house is associated with your career, your calling. So for me, it wasn't, I'm not someone who traditionally can like just jump into something, like take leaps of faith like that. So um, when I had my job and then I quit it, it was a big, a big thing for me because that's not something that comes naturally to me at all. Yeah, it's like Saturn wants you to stay with what is secure and mm-hmm. what you know works, which sometimes is not the best. It like prevents you from growing. So I feel like as we'll get into later, a big part of the Saturn return is like breaking through those fears and really becoming more confident and less like timid in that area of your life where Saturn is located. So definitely pull up your birth chart and find yeah. Saturn. Yeah, because in order to understand your Saturn return and what that means for you, you have to understand first like your natal placement, like where is Saturn in your birth chart? And that shows you how your Saturn return will even progress and like your attitude toward it. Like if it will be kind of an easier placement, like Alice was saying, like if you have Capricorn Saturn, for example, um, Mm -hmm. versus if it will be like kind of a struggle because this is an energy that maybe you're not comfortable with. Yeah, and so like, I feel like maybe you'll hear stories of people like losing their job at their Saturn return or going through a massive career change while someone else is getting married and having kids. It It's all based on where Saturn is in your chart. So like for some, like a Saturn return in the fourth house, it's very likely that you'll want to start a family or maybe just family stuff becomes way more important at that time. Whereas in the 10th, 2nd, or 6th, it's definitely going to be more work-focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like the ninth house, maybe you're seeking greater freedom and you don't want to be tied down yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then that also gets into like Saturn returns. People think of like, okay, you have to wait till you're like, you know, 28 to 29. And then this big change happens out of nowhere. But that is not the case. Like you have been experiencing Saturn throughout your life because Saturn has like everything in astrology, like it has its own cycle too. So you'll be feeling like Saturn triggering kind of transiting different lessons and activating it throughout your life. Yeah. And so every two and a half years, Saturn will 
activate a different house in your birth chart as it transits through all of those signs. So one year you're going to notice work stress. The next it'll be more about building your self-confidence, whereas the following year might be more family related. But if you look back like those two and a half year increments, there's usually a massive theme of what you are putting all your effort and energy into at that time. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting, like when you go back and look to see like, okay, during this part of my life, like where was Saturn? What lesson was I learning? What like hard lesson was I needing to learn at that time? Yeah. And like, I guess the Saturn return, like Maxine says, doesn't come out of nowhere. Like every seven years, Saturn will make a harsh aspect to where it was in your birth chart. So it starts out at that natal position when you're born. Seven years later, Saturn has moved on to form a square to itself. So if you notice at age seven, like you're going off to school, you're separating from your parents, you're kind of learning like manners, and you're also learning that like your actions have consequences and that there are certain rules you may have to follow. Um, Realizing like the ways in which you kind of are, you have to be restricted. And that comes a lot from entering school. Yeah. Um, And then like age 14 is huge where you just feel like that's that Saturn opposition where you're feeling like, oh, okay, like I'm feeling restricted in how I can even express myself too. Like when you have like that awkward 14 year old time when you just feel like, you know, you're not fully like coming into your own, but you want like to take on more responsibilities. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of the restriction comes through relationships because it's the opposition and opposition is on is always like a relationship aspect. So you feel like your parents are out to get you. Your teachers don't like you. Maybe there's like an initial like first heartbreak or like unrequited love or kind of like important relationship lesson that comes out because I feel like 14. That's usually when people are starting to date like a little more seriously. Mm -hmm. or more interested in people maybe or like even friendships I feel like at that time everyone I know has like some story of like feeling like not comfortable in who they are and like it's Mm -hmm. more difficult to like find belonging and a sense of self yeah and it's that first year of high school which just like sucks yeah (laughs) (laughs) um I'd be so curious if anyone had a positive experience when they were 14 surrounding that Um, and then, yeah. And then after 14, like seven years later, yeah, 21 is the second Saturn square. So if you look back, that's kind of also a hard year too. Like you're kind of realizing college is coming to an end. If you did go to college or you're, you're like preparing to like be taken more seriously in the work world. And maybe your parents are like, Hey, we're about to cut you off. Um, it's time to start financially supporting yourself. You're just kind of realizing life is about to get way more serious. Um, yeah, more responsibilities, like more, like it just feels like heavier. You have more burdens kind of that you have to bear. Um, yeah. And 21 is not fun. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like also an aspect we didn't talk about Saturn, but Saturn's traditionally thought to be like the father of, you know, the, the planets. And so it kind of makes you realize like, oh, like I have to become an adult now. Like I have to give myself those things like a parent would give a child, like things that you need in your life that aren't always fun to do. Like you have to make appointments to like go to the doctor and like, (laughs) you Mm -hmm, know, all mm -hmm. those things. Yeah. And like, so I guess if you look back at those critical ages, like 7, 14, 21, and then I guess we'll get into this in a second, like the Saturn return 29, and then following that seven years on 36, um, 44, 43, 44, um, 
50 and then late 50s with the second Saturn return, all of those periods of your life are just like, it's kind of like Saturn's checking in. Like, are you actually like on the right path? Are you really like putting in the effort and learning the lessons associated with like your specific Saturn placement? So usually those are tougher years in your life where you're really forced to like own up to your actions. And also you can look to see where Saturn, like as it's making itself around like full circle to your Saturn return, it's also going to kind of transit and trigger, like bring up the qualities of certain natal planets you have. So um, for example, like if it contacts your sun, like conjuncts your sun, you're going to feel like a lot of pressure. Like Alice, you can probably talk about this. (laughs) I have Saturn um, conjunct my sun in Mercury and Aquarius right now. And I just feel like I've noticed going back to the past and seeing what was happening in the past few times when Saturn was aspecting my sun. Because it's a seventh house sun, I always notice that there are tough lessons learned through relationships. Like I think I met someone very significant at the one that the Saturn square sun when I was 20, um, because that was about seven years before this year. Um, And then also when I was about 14, but when I was 14, it had to do more with the relationship I had with my friends. But I just feel like when Saturn aspects a natal planet, so either conjunct, opposite, or square, you are really like thrown back on yourself and you can't expect to like get love from other people. It kind of like, it makes you feel like a little isolated. Like you, you have to support yourself and build yourself up. Yeah, I love that. I feel like it's a time where you're really asking yourself to like kind of be the person who is responsible for yourself. Like whereas maybe in other times of your life, you can kind of rely on other people. This is a big focus on like how can you step more into that role of like really parenting yourself too. Yeah, I just, I every single Saturn transit feeling like very... um it's just like tough personal growth where it's you feel alone even if you are seeing someone you just like feel alone more and that's why saturn transits to the moon and venus can often be like a critical turning point with relationships like i see a lot of breakups happen when saturn will square the moon or square venus or oppose those planets if you're in a great relationship sometimes that can be like let's step it up and take it to the next level let's be more committed but it's kind of a mix if something hasn't been going great saturn's like look you can't be here anymore like it's time to own up and like this relationship is not reflective of who you are it's time for a breakup Yeah. Yeah. I think like that's really crucial just to emphasize like Saturn can be like super positive in that like it also helps with longevity and like really staying committed to people or things or projects, you know, but it can also be like an indicator of if something isn't aligned with you, that is the universe like in no subtle way telling you, okay, it's time like we're ready to move on and level up and sometimes things aren't aligned with that and that is shown as well like Alice and it was also, saying I feel like it also like makes your energy cut back a little so if there is stuff you just like is not serving you it makes it so you just like don't have the energy to put up with it anymore it's like you yeah. have to get clear on like what actually is fulfilling and like what you have the time to accomplish Mm-hmm. Yeah, like more efficient with your time, especially because Saturn rules time. And I think, Maxine, you were telling me that because you have Saturn square your sun in Taurus right now, how you feel like you're never having enough time to do stuff. 
Yes, it's insane. Like, <laughs> it's such an urgency. This this desire to really like make the most out of every second and it has like no chill like Alice I know we've been experiencing this both of us (laughs) and it also makes you very self-critical I've noticed with it on my mercury I will like have to stop I'll catch myself like beating myself up um with my thoughts and I've had to be like no you've got to stop yeah Saturn Mercury is so tough because it's literally being critical in how you speak like to yourself yeah so I guess we should get into what is a Saturn return now that now that we've gone over like yes. what Saturn means like in other aspects of your life and to planets. Let's get into the main event. Yes. So let's jump into it. Um, what even is a Saturn return? Um, this happens for everyone around ages 28 to 29. That's when Saturn literally makes an entire full circle back to where Saturn was placed when you were born. And um, and this happens not just once. It also happens again for everyone around the age of 59. And I guess there could be a third one too if you're, if you live to be that old. Yeah, there's, it's like the late 20s, late 50s, and then mid 80s. So if you live to your mid 80s, you'll have a third one. Yeah. Um, but the first one is more significant and that's kind of what we're focusing on in this episode because you've never experienced one before. So like Saturn is a planet that definitely gets better with age. Um, but the first one can be really experienced honestly is very difficult. Yeah. And so Maxine and I, we count the entire Saturn return as the entire time Saturn has returned to the natal sign it's in. So like, let's say, I mean, I have Saturn at 19 degrees of Aquarius. So transit Saturn is not going to reach 19 degrees of Aquarius until the spring of 2022. But because Saturn has already been in Aquarius for a couple months now, I'm technically in my Saturn return just because it's entered that sign. Yeah, and I especially feel like, um, and whole sign really reflects this, but the first six months where Saturn is entering a new house and like switches over the cusp, you feel it really intensely. Um, If you don't have planets in that house, aside from Saturn, like you will feel it really intensely those first six months, I feel like. Oh my God, Um, I couldn't agree more. (laughs) I guess that's going back to a regular Saturn transit, but like the second it enters a new part of your chart, there's like an, oh shit, there needs to be change here. Like I am not happy. And then you spend the next two and a half years trying to make changes and trying to improve that area. So I feel like that's even more intense when it's the Saturn return house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And especially like, so Alice, yours is even intensified because you have so many planets in Aquarius aside from just Saturn. So like, so it's most intense when it enters that cusp for the first six months, I feel like. And then after that, you're like, oh, okay, like I know this theme. I kind of know what to expect a little more. And you're like developing those skills to approach that area of life, like that lesson. Mm-hmm. And then also if the, it, if when Saturn conjuncts or like aspects certain planets, I feel like then that's another time of even if it's further in, that's more heightened. Yeah, like let's say, okay, let's say you had your Saturn return the last few years and you have Saturn and Capricorn, but you also have Venus and Capricorn right next to your Saturn or the moon and Capricorn. So that Saturn return is going to pull in the moon and Venus to that too. Anything connected with that natal Saturn is going to get those Saturn, re- Saturn return lessons as well. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that would bring out with Venus, love might be involved, hard lessons when it comes to that, or like your your moon sign there, then it would be like hard lessons when it comes to Mm -hmm. your emotions and connections like in relationships. So it's really important to also look at that. Yeah, and I was going to say, because I have like the sun and Mercury right there, right before Saturn, I feel like my Saturn return a lot is like crossing over sun and Mercury is about like especially the sun because that's the ruler of my leo rising so the ruler of my chart is a lot about like the relationship with myself first probably before other seventh house themes of like relationship with others comes in too mm-hmm. so i feel like it's both tied in um it's like a double whammy <laughs> like both both yourself and others yeah, yeah. it's like build self-confidence build so- your self-esteem self-confidence first and then you can get a relationship <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so true um but yeah so it's really important to like look at that because mm-hmm. goes on for like this two and a half year period really and then also like because Saturn has will have a few retrogrades when it's in that sign so you'll get that exact Saturn return like about three times like it might pass the degree um, that might be the toughest point in the Saturn return when it first goes over that like initial degree that your Saturn's in and then it'll retrograde back. So you're kind of learning how to incorporate those tough lessons into your life and then it'll go direct and cross back over your Saturn one last time. And that final hit is like, okay, this is how I'm moving forward with all of that hard stuff behind me. I'm now incorporating what I've learned into my life. Yeah, so it kind of like, asks you to reassess and like have that lesson over and over so you like really learn it Um, because Saturn returns again like all about learning these hard lessons Um, and actually if you have Saturn in Aquarius right now you're going through your Saturn return as you're listening to this podcast (laughs) yeah so I guess if you're born between I think the dates are like February 1991 until or like January February 1994 so if you're born in that time frame, it's Saturn return time. Yeah. And and so this is like a huge time of uncertainty. Like I feel like some people refer to it as like the quarter life crisis where you're really like, okay, shoot, I'm about to turn 30. Who am I? Like, is this who I want to be? Am I like, is this what I want to be going forward? And then it's also like a time of uncertainty of what you're doing, whether that's your job or your relationship. It's a huge time of just massive uncertainty or like, it can be experienced that way where you're just feeling like really wanting to get clear on whatever you see, like whatever you see as being part of your identity in your life, you really want to get clear on. Yeah, I heard someone refer to it as like the panic years (laughs) because it's like you spend your most of your 20s kind of like trying to forge an identity for yourself, trying out different relationships, experimenting with different career paths maybe. But if like something just like doesn't feel like the right fit, or even if there's just like certain behaviors that are no longer working for you, the Saturn return causes you to like step up and um, realize what path you actually need to be on. Literally the universe is asking you to kind of rework this area of your life where the Saturn return falls in um and really honestly I feel like Saturn it asks you it kind of shows you when you have your Saturn return okay like your childhood closing the door on that and like stepping into adulthood I feel like it's almost an initiation into full adulthood yeah so I guess sometimes that can mean like cutting ties with like who you were in the past or not letting your past it's like 
that your childhood like still defines you so much in your 20s mm-hmm. and then like after you get past that Saturn return it's like no like this is me as an adult this is the life I've created for myself yes I love that created for yourself that's beautiful I also feel like um what was I gonna say if difficult experiences come up during the Saturn return they're often like urging you to face something about yourself and then like I feel like once you get a few years perspective down the road like you're 31 32 you look back and you're like I I'm so glad that happened to me like I needed that to be pushed in this different direction Mm. yeah so I think that a really good thing to remember while you're going through your Saturn return is like okay like getting comfortable with the unknown but also like being willing to change and be open to the new like when opportunities come to you allowing yourself to like really be open to them. Mm-hmm. So do you want to give some examples of things that might happen during a Saturn return kind of based on what house you might have Saturn in? Um, I guess I kind of wanted to start with like, maybe we'll start with like Saturn in the second house. Um, so like, let's say you have natal Saturn in the second Like maybe it's like feel you kind of have a feelings of like low self-worth or that you're undeserving of having a certain title or a certain um, promotion or amount of money you're making at work. Like maybe just asking for what you deserve is something that's very difficult. Um, So that I feel like that Saturn return will come along and really force you to like build up confidence in what you're good at at your job Mm -hmm. and Sometimes that might mean leaving behind a certain job and like starting off on your own. Um, But I feel like whenever, in addition to the second, like if you have Saturn in the sixth or 10th, I feel like anytime that Saturn return comes along in a workhouse, there's probably going to be like a major change with what you're doing with your career and coming into a job that better aligns with who you are. Yeah. So I was going to say that too. I feel like especially Saturn in the 10th, like I have, I feel like, it's asking that that person really reflect on, okay, like what is it that I want like truthfully out of a career? Because I think sometimes Saturn in the 10th can be kind of thought of like you might have been following something that's more traditionally accepted or something that's like a very clear career path with like steps and progression and like, you know, raises and stuff. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, like, is this Mm -hmm. really what I want? Like that might be, but typically I find that it's not like it's something the person wants to kind of be able to branch off from that, like in a more progressive way. Yeah. I feel like when there's Saturn in a workhouse, there's the initial, like, I have to have security at my job. I have to be making this much money. And that even if that job isn't like really what you want to be doing, it's like scary to maybe do something that won't have that steady income, I guess, or as much money as you would like to make whereas when that Saturn return comes along you face those fears and yeah probably make a change yeah and I feel like also with Saturn restricting so like if you have Saturn in the second house or the sixth or the tenth you might initially feel it, it as like you may have been making enough money and feeling secure and then there's this restriction and it might make you quit your job or change gears to where you feel like a lack of security or a lack of financial freedom or money but then like knowing throughout that that like this is going to help you to get to where you want to be and have greater freedom and money Mm -hmm, after mm -hmm. your Saturn return typically 
And then I feel like to contrast that with a completely different set of houses, like Saturn in the 12th, 8th, or 4th house has a lot to do with like facing your emotional self and really like um, digging up subconscious patterns, subconscious habits, and just understanding your emotions more. I bet there's like a turn to like go to therapy for the first time or like just a lot of like cutting out negative aspects of your life. Yeah, a lot of emotional healing. And honestly, I find like spiritual healing as well. So maybe like um, finding your own type of spirituality or like finding a way that more aligns with you, even if it's not something traditional or like accepted by a ton of people, like coming into your own when it comes to your emotions or better understanding your psychology. Mm -hmm. And then just like one other example I wanted to give is like, I feel like Saturn in the first and the fifth are kind of similar in that they both deal with like, um, building up self-confidence and self-esteem. Like, I feel like both of those are like, um, you cannot expect to get that from anywhere else, especially like when Saturn goes through the fifth, you may realize that dating gets really difficult and you feel kind of like unloved for a period or that you just like, can't get that affection you once were able to get from other people and that validation. And the point of Saturn going through the first and the fifth is to like, really learn how to validate yourself Mm, yeah and like understanding like your self-expression like that is for you that's not for the approval of other people and like allowing yourself to be creative or you know do whatever you want but like for yourself not for other people yeah exactly And it also could be about like your identity too. Like I feel like the first and fifth house, fifth house is ruled by the sun. The first house is all about your identity. So it asks you to be like, really, who am I? And going forward, opening yourself up more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Should we go into your Saturn return, Alice? (laughs) Yeah. So I have, I'm in a Saturn return in the seventh house which I feel like a lot of people that follow me like have Saturn in the seventh too, and they're always freaking out about it. (laughs) So hopefully this will give some solace, Mm -hmm. peace. Yes, I love that. I know, I feel like people feared in the the seventh house because the seventh house is associated with love, marriage, like long-term partnerships. So like it tends to be something people are like, oh no, does this mean like I'm doomed in relationships? Um, So we will clear that up. That is not the case. Um, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so Alice, how have you seen Saturn play out in your life? Like, do you want to give a background on that? Yeah. So I guess with Saturn in the seventh house, um, and it's square Pluto in the fourth house. So it does bring in like fourth house themes a little, but just like if we were looking at just Saturn in the seventh, Mm -hmm. um, it has very much put a restriction on relationships. Like I have never been in a long-term committed relationship with someone Mm -hmm. and, I guess I'm 28 years old. Like I've never been in a relationship that's lasted longer than like five months. Um, So I really don't know what that feels like. I do feel like that stuff will get easier as I get older. Um, There's just like a lack of maturity and like a fear surrounding relationships. Like I'm, I never want to like put myself out there because I don't want to get rejected. And it's this like, I can act completely normal in myself around friends. But the second I like a guy, I just cannot be myself. I like close up. I get really awkward. It's like all those human skills just go out the window. (laughs) Yeah, no. And I, I think also like what you're saying, like Saturn square Pluto, I feel like also that makes it so that way. Okay. When you're dating someone, when you recognize that they aren't aligned with you, that probably is actually helpful in a way because it allows you to be like, okay, this is not what I want. So you're not at least like wasting time on people who are not meant for you. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I mean, I feel like recently as the Saturn return has started, I've gotten a lot better, like noticing red flags. I mean, like this is not what I want, but before it's just kind of, it's, it's an interesting mix Saturn in the seventh. It's like a fear of getting hurt, but then also a fear of ending up alone. So I would always like tend to go for people that weren't going to hurt me so much. Like people I knew weren't right for me, but it just, Mm. It was just like the wrong relationship, but I didn't want to be my be by myself. So I feel like I've realized as I've gotten older, what kind of a partner I actually want yeah. instead of just like who's most convenient. I love that so much. And I, I'm 100% sure like so many people listening are like, yes, like I totally identify with that. Um, but yeah, like you said, Saturn is something that gets easier as you get older and I'm curious, like, have you noticed anything happening already with the start of the Saturn return? I kind of already <laughs> have asked you that, but. <laughs> um, okay, so Saturn did dip into Aquarius briefly from, like, March until July of 2020. And when that happened and it went retrograde, or sorry, it it retrograded back into Capricorn, mm-hmm. um, the day it stationed retrograde, I had someone reach out over DM. We ended up talking for like a month in quarantine. I meet up in person and it's like not someone I need to be with at all. And like the universe basically caused that like fling to end like very quickly. Um, And then there were two other experiences that summer where it was just like guys would appear in my life I'm not even on dating apps like I'm not I'm not like yeah. actively that was so yeah, was like weird three... <laughs> I was like how are you dating during quarantine like these people just found you <laughs> it's so weird it was like three people one after the other in a two-month span that entire time like Saturn was retrograde in Aquarius um and none of them were like literally yeah, like, yeah. none of them were good Someone just approached you in a park. Like, I'm just saying, like, I just mean, I feel like literally Saturn was, like, placing these people in your life. <laughs> like, Yeah, I feel like the problems just, like, surface the second Saturn gets into a new house. Yes. Like, suddenly it went from six house emphasis of, like, work stress, really needing to redefine what I want to do for a living, which involved me quitting my job to become a full-time astrologer. Mm-hmm. And then... The second it shifts to the seventh, it's like, okay, time to face your relationship fears. <laughs> yes, I know. That's so crazy. Um, and then, like, do you... And you you know, Maxine, I haven't been dating anyone, like, the past two years. It's been, like, a desert. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So this is, like, crazy. I know. Um, and, like, I remember us being, like, this is literally Saturn. Like, and that's, yeah, that's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like there is relationship growth to, to come in 2021. I don't want to jinx anything, but yeah. yeah, I feel like something is bound to happen over the, ne- of the over the course of the next two years. But I can like just feel energetically like, through that, like those lessons that you had even this summer. But like, I just feel like Saturn in your seventh house, you can totally tell like your confidence too and like your self-worth, like strengthening all of that, like through those kind of random like lessons that you already had you know well yeah I remember telling you the day Saturn fully went into Aquarius so this was December 21st 2020 (laughs) that right no sorry that was the great conjunction I think Saturn went into Aquarius like a few days before the 17th 18th um that night it went in I like had a realization I was like I only want to 
Like the next person I sleep with, I want them to worship me. Yes. And that's yes, never been my that. mindset before. Yes. Anyway, I was like, yes, this is what you need. <laughs> I remember. Like before it was like, oh, will they like me? Like yes. um, I need to do everything I can to like get this person to like me. Whereas like the Saturn was like, no, girl, you got to raise your standards. Yes. And now it's like going from do they like me to like, do I like them? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, do I like yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. So I feel like you can already like people listening like you can probably already be like okay yes like I want this like this is what happens when you actually listen to your Saturn when it happens um and yeah I feel like if I was still engaging in past behavior of like um I don't know like continuing to like entertain people I knew weren't right for me this Saturn return would just be causing a ton of difficulties right now and Saturn is so like it restricts you so much like your energy like you literally Alice like I feel like you're so busy like you literally have less energy to put toward dating so it's like I don't know I just feel like your energy is so much more sacred and that you're like okay the people who you like allow in that space have to be worthy of your time you know Mm mm-hmm another thing I've mentioned another thing I've noticed besides romantic relationships is just like friendships and business collaborations like like our friendship Maxine like it used to be like I would like yeah I would like spend my energy like in bigger groups and like mingling with a ton of people and Mm -hmm. now it's like strengthening like core like only two or three relationships in my life right now Yes, which is so seventh house, like one-on-one relationships. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and that same thing happened for me because I have Saturn like going through my ninth house right now. But like five years ago, that was the same thing for me. I went from like loving being around more people to really being like, okay, wait, who are the people in my life who really like fill me up and like give back to me like more mutual relationships? And you got into your relationship. You're still in when Saturn entered your seventh house granted that wasn't the Saturn return but like that was still a major Saturn transit through a relationship house true yeah because it was like sixth house entering seventh that's so true um and I feel like even that like that everything is so connected and um it basically is like goes off of the idea that like okay first the sixth house had to happen where you're kind of bettering yourself like taking care of your body and like everything and then going into the seventh where like you feel ready to like give yourself to another person more fully like the hard lessons you have Mm -hmm, like build mm -hmm. off of one another as Saturn goes house to house yeah like like I feel like I finished like all those years Saturn was from the first through the sixth house like a 14 year period of really understanding myself and now as it's coming above the descendant line in the top part of the chart it's like I can share my life with other people yes I love that Um, And one last question, what is like your biggest fear? Like, do you have any fears? Because I know people are always like Saturn in the seventh house. I guess we went over this. I feel like anything I get into now, I feel like will be strained or like find it tough to maintain as Saturn continues through the Mm -hmm. seventh house. Like, I feel like I'm just worried it can't just be as easy as meeting someone and being in a relationship. I feel like Saturn doesn't let you get off the hook Mm -hmm. that easily. Interesting. So I feel like there's a lot of like dating relationship past stuff maybe I have to work on or yeah, something like that. I love that. And so interesting. So like I have Venus and Taurus and you have Pisces 
like your Venus is in Pisces and I was just thinking like I feel like when it comes to love I've always just believed love will come easily you know and I feel like maybe your lesson is like in part like learning that love gets to come easily I hope so that is what I want for you (laughs) Uh, so to be determined we're gonna definitely have talk about this much more (laughs) as Alice like goes through it yeah Yeah, we'll check in (laughs) give you updates um But let's go into our Q&A. We just have two questions. The first one is actually about Saturn, um, their Saturn return. So it says, I have Saturn in Aquarius in the ninth house. I'm wondering if you can share more on the ninth house placement. Everything I've read on the internet has truly not resonated. I feel like because the ninth house stands for like life beliefs and like spirituality and like what you're huge like opinions are on life I feel like maybe you don't figure out what like your opinions and like what your stance on the world is until that Saturn return Mm, yeah and I I also feel like it has to do with learning either going back to school or like somehow learning something new like higher education or like learning like wait I don't have to constantly be learning like I'm ready now like this is enough like I know enough now I'm ready to actually put myself out there Mm. so you might have an impulse to learn more but actually trusting wait what I know is enough like I can share now like kind of doing it before you're ready yeah and I also feel like if there's any fears surrounding like writing and putting your words out into the public when that Saturn return happens you're probably going to be more confident about it and maybe you get your writing published for the first time or there's something really significant that happens with learning or writing or even teaching too like maybe they know something already and they want to like have an impulse to teach and then like finally it's like okay putting yourself out there yeah yeah um Okay, so the second one we have is, I don't understand sun, moon, rising signs. Do I need to read all three horoscopes daily? Help. Okay, no, (laughs) like a short answer. Um, It is so confusing, so I so empathize with this person. But um, you do not need to read all your sun, moon, rising horoscopes. Um, Definitely, I would recommend reading the rising sign. Um, Alice, do you want to go into more of that? Yeah, because I write weekly horoscopes. So the way I write it is kind of like if you do know your rising sign, read it for that because that's going to more closely resemble the transits going through your individual birth chart. It's just written for the sun sign because most of the population that's reading horoscopes probably does not know their time of birth off the top of their head and they don't know how to find the rising sign. So um, honestly, the rising sign makes way more sense for horoscopes. Yeah. And the rising sign, the rising sign is honestly like the ascendant is the most sensitive part of your birth chart. So you're definitely going to align with that more as well. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But you can still read for your sun as well. I I would say like your moon, probably less so though. Yeah. So if you want to read two of them, like your sun and rising sign. Yeah. I've never read for the moon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So that is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you guys. And be sure to tune in again next week. Yes, and follow us on Instagram for more astrology content um, to reach out with us and any questions you have for the Q&A. I'm Maxine Luthia. Yes, we'd love to connect with you guys. I'm at Stock Alice. And if you are going through your Saturn return, feel free to reach out and schedule a reading with either me or Maxine because we love talking about Saturn.
Yes, we love Saturn. And honestly, your Saturn return is a time where you really could value like another perspective and some clarity. Um, but yes, and know that this will pass also if you are going through your Saturn return. Mm-hmm. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.